Hey guys, welcome in. Welcome in. It's the All Focus Sports uh, Network here, Sportscast Edition. We got your headlines of the week, and it's going to be a headline episode. We got a billion of them. Craig, how's it going, brother? Got your host Brian and Craig on the line here. Happy Friday, sir. Happy Friday, yes, Friday. The weekend is here. Super Bowl weekend at that. We will mention that a little bit. Super Bowl a little bit. We, we kind of already talked about Super Bowl uh, already. We're going to go over a plethora of headlines through all, pretty much all sports. Um, stick with us, stay tuned on the other side of this, guys. All right, guys, welcome in, welcome in. First, I got to start out. I want to apologize for not having an episode on Tuesday. We talked about an awesome episode coming up on Tuesday, but Craig got home and had no power, and <laughs> that kind of ended that whole conversation. And yeah. So we're back. We'll do that probably um, maybe the week after the Super Bowl or something. We'll get into that. So I'm looking forward to that episode, and you guys should as well. We got a lot of headlines to get into today um, covering – um, football, basketball, and a little bit of baseball as well. And um, it's been a wild week of headlines just popping out left and right. Um, I hope I we cover them all because there's quite a few to go through here. But um, real quick, it, it, we got them. We can't go and not mention the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl is this weekend, obviously, unless you've been hiding under a rock. Um, we predicted and we talked about that on on the episode last Friday. Um, I got the Eagles winning. I think Craig, you got the Chiefs winning. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just can't, just can't go against the best player in the field. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Uh, you know, I think, um, I think Eagles are the better team. Um, but it's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes and and yeah. and then Andy Reid. So, um, it, it should be a good game. I, I'm, I'm hoping. I want the Eagles to win, but I'm. I, I'm hoping. I don't got a dog in the fight. I'm just hoping for a good football game. 
Yeah, I think I don't. I don't see barring a cataclysmic injury on one side or the other. Uh, I think you get that. Um, it, it's Patrick Mahomes has taken the band of misfit toys and and drugged them and and I mean everything against him. I mean he, he's had a high ankle sprain, which normally sidelines people for a month. He's playing with it. Uh, he's missed his top three. Well, he's, the, the wide receivers he's using are guys that wouldn't even be on anybody else's roster. And yet somehow here we are. Um, I mean, we thought about everybody else, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. I mean, we, we thought everybody, anybody would be here, but here he is still. So yeah, you gotta, uh, give, give him hats off this season and doing what he's did. And, you know, um, Speaking of he, it's the reason he is clearly the MVP. Yeah, I was going to say we got a good segment there into the NFL awards last night, and yeah, he he added an MVP to to the to the mantle last night, and in in no, you know, he came out here without his best wide receiver, Tyree Kill. We 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 talked about it. We've about him, you know, Tyree Kill leaving. Uh, We thought it might affect him and it did not he came out and said all right i'm gonna show you i'm gonna win mvp i'm gonna win a game to go to the super bowl on my on my bad ankle um and we'll see if he can add a super bowl ring on sunday to that mantle as well and probably the i don't know who has had a better start in five years than, than patrick mahomes starting off their seat yeah, i mean i know i uh, I, mean, I don't know if you can find a better been, one been to five afc championships two super uh, bowls well, he's, this is three. No, third Super Bowl, he, he, my bad, yeah. Uh, he, he's going to very possibly be a two-time champion in three tries. Um, I mean, it sounds with, like he could retire after this, this year yeah. and go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably going to be here. a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, just absolute, you know, done it with done it with a, a real good team, and then now he's done it with a team that, that – Hasn't been as good, so um, you know, and, That's and awesome. barring a barring a a just an absolute historic Cincinnati season last year, um, very easily could be at his at his you know fourth Super Bowl in in yep. five years. So um, yeah, um, just just playing with house money at this point in time. I mean, he he's. Got the contract. He's got the the accolades. Uh, I mean, he's literally a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and he's put anchors in that city. He's 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 part oh, of the Kansas City Royals. He's you know doing things there. And I like to see that um, in a player and, and, and saying, "Hey guys, I'm I'm here. I'm 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 staying here." Oh, um, let's get on the the NFL awards last night. My my coach of the year won. Brian Dayball was excited to see that. Uh, there was other coaches you could have talked about here. I'm surprised the Eagles coach Nick Sirianni didn't win it. I don't even know if he was a he finalist. Did, he didn't even make a finalist. That Which was the insane. surprise. Um, to to not win, okay, I get it. I mean, the guy that did win took a team of of that we didn't nobody. think was going to be very good and and made them a playoff team. Um, so that is impressive. But um, what Sirianni has done in Philadelphia has been at least acknowledgeable uh, of of gotta be you know yeah and and he's probably carrying he's a guy that carries those chips on his shoulder so that's probably a chip he's adding on his shoulder for this weekend but but brian dayball fantastic job coming in here from the bills 
first season in the NFL. He he's has Daniel Jones looking like a average quarterback. He's 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 got Saquon Barkley healthy. That um, I don't know if it's a different training staff he brought in or, or or what medical staff they just had a good season and and they yeah. did the season when, with no wide receivers um no not not mean not the ones that they're supposed to have yeah they don't have I mean, they did this with nobody they, they they got a guy from detroit and they basically benched him uh yeah. you know they paid all this money for nothing yeah for nothing um they they just came out to fight hard they didn't have guys and that's what that's the that's the sign of a great coach. You have players that aren't that good, and they go and play above and beyond. And he did that with the Giants this year, and and, and I'm I'm glad he got the recognition he deserved there. Um, comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. I think that was obvious. And yeah, no, uh, absolutely. What I learned about this award doesn't mean you have to be injured. It just means. It could come back from sucking, like you know yeah, what I mean. Like yeah. he was bad last I was year, not good at football. Good this year, and now I'm good. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a just a hey, he broke his yeah. leg in half, and now he's yeah. leading the league type of thing. But kudos to him. I think he goes back to Seattle this season. I think they sign him, and, and they, they they can work with him. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it would be it would be very shocking to to watch him walk away after the season that he had. Yeah. Um, and and you thought that team was going to be in a long rebuild and that Geno Smith was going to be kind of the, the stepping stone to the next guy. Well, it appears right now that he wants to be the next guy. Um, so now Seattle has a decision to make on whether they want to pay him yeah, or, or move on. And, and boy, it would be a shame to, to move on, but at least if they do, he has a good season to, Put tape the out there for to, to for somebody else. You know, I, I don't think he's going to go back to holding the clipboard after the season that he just had. Yeah, I think you're right too. Um, Nick Bosa, Player of the Year. That one's kind of given. We got Justin yep. Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year, deserves that total. Um, you know, just total beast. He got cat. He yeah. won Catch of the Year versus the Bills. That was the best catch of the season. Maybe the best catch ever. of the all, all time, probably. I mean, I don't know how you held that football. You got Dak Prescott, uh, NFL uh, Man of the Year, for his his work off of the field um, and the charitable stuff. And then you have something I don't think we've ever seen before. You have no. a offensive rookie and a defensive rookie from the same team win uh, with Garrett Wilson as a wide receiver and from the same team runner. that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. How that how yeah that's insane. Sauce Gardner is an absolute thanks, beast. Thanks, Zach. Absolute beast. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that those are your NFL awards. Um, and speaking of man of the year, well, guess who's not getting man of the year? Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson. There's an investigation into his report that came out today uh, of of his charity, and actually the money that he donates. <laughs> That he's that Brett Favre donate, Jr. Yeah, it looks like Brett Favre Jr. Uh, out of the $7.5 million for just from last year that was donated, only two point eight went to charity. Um, with Sierra Wilson having a six-figure payout from there, six-figure um, salary. And most people <laughs> – I, I just do it, don't yeah. give it to your wife. To your wife. No, six-figure – Six figures. And then 
most people on this list, they talk about it. I just read an article about this before we got on the sh- on the podcast. Most people on this list aren't like CEOs and guys like that. They are just people with personal connections for the Wilsons that are just getting paid. Well, don't, um, don't a majority of them like <laughs> live in their house? I didn't read that, but it, I, you know, I thought I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't. I thought that like a majority of them like stayed in their house. And I'm probably like, do. This... And I'm like, what? what? They're just paying the whole house, like. Yeah, that people donated his charities to go to kids, and he's basically taking a, paying his wife a salary, paying these guys yeah. a salary. We got, um, you know, so and so over here that's been my friend for years. Salary doesn't have to work, yeah. and we'll give a we'll give a little smidgen over here to the kids, and yeah. it's absolutely disgusting. And 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 the more the more that comes out with Russell Wilson, the worse he looks. Yeah. I mean, what this guy. Yeah. Off the field, we thought he was this great role model, God guy, but and this looks like uh, it's like wow. And I believe terrible. I would have to look it up, but I believe he did. I don't know if he's won it, but he has definitely at least probably been a finalist for the you know Walter Payton Man of the Year for this charity. People have talked about it when they had the when they had the golf, um, the the Tiger Woods and 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 Phil Mickelson deal. Uh, he came on there and, and, and we're going to donate a bunch of money. Well, that probably came from, you know, acting like it came from his pocket, but it probably came from yeah people the, that, that, that thought they just, were sending it to, to yeah, children. And yeah, absolutely. It's, it's and absolutely so, um, a hundred percent. And I don't know what, I don't know if these things are punishable. Yeah. For for the misallocation of, of I mean, is it fraud funds? is it that's what I'm saying I don't know if it's if it's you know in illegal or it's just immoral you know I, yeah. I if it's just you know um, yeah. there are, there are things in this world that that you can't be punishable by law but they're the morality of them is is deal but yet you know I don't know where this falls uh, exactly. I mean I know it makes him a horrible person. But I don't know uh, if if you're going to see a a case or or a lawsuit or something that he has to to go back and justify, or if this just kind of goes away like the Favre thing did. This Favre thing came out and was hot and heavy, and he was a horrible. And then all of a sudden, that just I haven't heard anything else about it. Well, did you hear what just happened with that? No, I did not. Clearly. <laughs> well, speaking of all POSs of people, Brett Favre is coming out and he's suing. Oh, Brett Favre is suing the uh, let me look defamation it up. defamation yes. of character. Yes, he's suing um, Shannon Sharp. Um, let me see. Pat McAfee <laughs> for defamation, um, and Brett Favre suing Shannon Sharp, Pat McAfee, yeah, over defamation, um. No, uh, I just don't understand how that, Brett that will be thrown text. out. That will be thrown out in a cocaine yeah. heartbeat if if any of the fraud misallocation of funds. If if they said that this guy is just like we said, not a good person, and that's all they said, that'll be thrown out in a judge in a thing. If if he really did misallocate funds, if he can't prove that he didn't use the money in improperly, which has been reported everywhere that he did, 
uh, than than he has. And he no knew case. he That's knew where it was he coming knew where from. the money from was going and from, and and knew that it wasn't being used right. If all that's true, then anything anybody said about him is a hundred percent free game. So yeah. legally, you can take that and flush it. Oh, exactly right. Oh, sorry, yawning over here. Um, we got some more NFL. I'm going to try and keep them all together here. Um, <clears throat> Brock Purdy expected to miss six months with his injury. I, I saw false reports surface that he's going to miss a complete year with Tommy John sur- surgery. Uh, he won't have Tommy John, but uh, which would have cost him to miss a full 12 months, a full a full year. I, I looked more into it, and they're like, no, it's not Tommy John's, John surgery. He's going to miss about six months, and it looks like he'll be ready um, hoping to be ready right around the be- beginning of spring training this next season. So, um, beginning of training camp, <clears throat> yeah, training camp. And I'm hoping, I mean, I'm not hoping the 49ers hoping this is true because then if Brock Purdy's not, if Brock Purdy isn't able to start next season, what do you do? Do you do, you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you stick with Trey Lance? Um, well, you have to because Shanahan's already come out and said, I don't see a path for um, Garoppolo to be here. I just don't see a financial path. I don't see a, a playing spot. I don't see Jimmy wanting to be here. Like, I just don't see he, – he wants to go do his thing. He wants to go play football and wants to be a starter. I don't really want him here. So, the plan yeah. is – the plan is. But then, again, if I'm Lance, do I want to, to be a backup when you just gave up all this for me, and and I didn't do anything wrong necessarily. I, I broke my leg, like yeah. So well, maybe this is this time to shine. Maybe this is the time to say, hey, well, I'm, and that's, I can. That's what I I'm saying. They did. have not. They have not been. His record as a starter has been abysmal. Yeah. Um, but if you just look at if you just look at stats, Brock Purdy is the runaway winner. Um, not even close. Yeah. Not even not even close. It's it, I don't have to look it up to tell you that that by Lamb's side, Purdy's stats are this kid was they were actually talking about him being offensive rookie of the year in a in in a six week or eight week however many, many weeks span that he played. Like he, yeah. I think he probably got some votes. I didn't go down far enough, but he may have gotten some votes. Um, he could have. He did a good job, and 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 he did an absolute. Well, I mean, when that happened. When, when Garoppolo went down, everybody thought the 49ers were done. They thought that the the Rams could still win that division, even though they were terrible, uh, or, or Seattle could win that division. You know, they thought Geno Smith, all he's going to have to do is win eight or nine games because um, they didn't think the 49ers were going to win again. And, and not only did they win, I mean, they blew out Tampa. They blew out Deal. They ran through the playoffs. Um this kid did everything, and and if he doesn't get hurt, that game in in Philadelphia is a is a totally different game. I think. yeah, it's a lot closer. I still yeah, think I think Philadelphia Eagles still wins win, the but, way they played, but but uh, it's a whole lot closer than the the blowout when when you can't throw the ball the entire really second can. half. You did literally you hear, what's his face? I forget who was, was someone uh, someone who played football was out there like. Um, criticizing Brock Purdy for not playing him through his injury. I'm like, uh, he's got to miss six months with surgery, and you're mad that he couldn't finish the football yeah. game? Like, yeah. what are we talking about here, man? Yeah, when I heard it was the, the, 
the UCL. I mean, that's the, that's basically the same injury that Josh Allen had and didn't sit out, but clearly, clearly affected. And I don't think Allen's was as bad as Purdy's. Purdy's is a complete. I think Purdy's ripped it like completely tore it, off, yeah. tore like, it right not off. Strained it, didn't, didn't yeah. ding it up. You know, that's why they were massaging it. They were hoping that it was just, you know, dead. Like it was, just, yeah, like, yeah. Like it had been deadened. Like and, you hit your elbow, your yeah, funny like bone, a funny bone, and it's up your hand, and, mm. and eventually it comes back, and you're like, "Hey guys, I'm good." Uh, and, and that was never the case, because you know they did go take him in MRI. When they MRI'd it, they were like, mm, "No, that's why it didn't ever recover because it was all damaged up." Um, so yeah, that's that's hopefully this works out for them, and and training camp and everything lines up. But again. I, if I'm the, the organization, the 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 brass in that organization, that's a decision I don't want to make, man. Uh, you know, you put yourself between a real rock and a hard place with with um, a guy you gave up a ton of a mm, ton of a picks ton. And, and and everything for. Are you just and, gonna pit, wash that and put and, that and on the carpet and, pit, and, yeah. and, and pit Mr. Irrelevant, who was the last? Pick, who's a guy in anybody else that's been picked in that spot? I don't think there's another Mr. Irrelevant on an active roster right now. That way, you've ever heard. Of. I mean, like, I mean, and, who? <laughs> like, not not even on the active roster right now. Like, maybe a practice squad somewhere, but definitely not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Well, this is news the Packers fans didn't want to hear. Brian Flores signs as the defensive coordinator of the Vikings. This is not good for the North. He, this guy's a great coach. Um, as far as uh, scheme, he knows his what his no. He he's a defensive minded guru. I uh, like his job he did there in Miami. Other than belittling his quarterback, <laughs> but uh, he goes over and he is he goes through the whole suing the NFL, which I don't. I guess it's still an ongoing situation. Um, it's a surprise to me. Yeah, he gets here he, he gets is, that here he is on another staff. Uh, yeah, as, um, as a head, as a, as a, you a know, prominent coach, like yeah, you he, know, he, he, you know, he's not the wide receivers coach. He's no, not a guy no. that's in the back. He he literally is one of the top, you know, deal. Yeah. and he and he's and he's while he's suing the NFL. That is because I really thought once he did that that he kind of blacklisted himself. Yeah, and and I think when you when he was hired on his and the Steelers, I was like, Mike Tomlin's doing him a favor, uh-huh. right? Like we got to get this guy back in the NFL. He's just too good. He was a linebackers coach over there, and which was a demotion, right, for him especially. But it, I mean, it's good that teams that, that they went out and got him. I just don't want to see him in my division because um, he's going to turn that defense around. They were they were literally well, the worst just, defense. He was supposed to be the, the leader of the head coaching deal in Arizona, and I believe it's just nobody wants to work with Kyler. And no one. And, and and that's why they're having trouble filling that spot because by now, by now all the head coaching vacancies are normally filled by the Super yeah. Bowl or shortly after they're normally filled. And Arizona, I haven't heard anything. Uh, they're gonna have to promote their special teams coach or what? I mean, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I mean that or go get Kingsbury back. Which it no, you hear about him? Years, I sure did. That that say it. Oh, I'm not gonna. That whole I'm not gonna coach thing is is quickly ending because <clears throat> it looks like Houston is trying to make him the OC. And 
I like I like that pairing. You got you got D'Amico Ryan, um, and, and then you got Clint Cliff Kingsbury there as yeah. a strong. Um, Here's the defensive coordinator, the yeah. head coach. You're gonna have a defensive coordinator, and and they're gonna help each other, and then have the wizard over here run the offense, and and and, and you have a high draft pick. Yeah, and if the organization doesn't, um, yeah, torpedo it like torpedo it like usual. Yeah, then you know we'll see. Um, my buddy Alex, this goes out to you, Alex. If you're listening, well, you will listen at some point. You don't listen live, but. He wanted my opinion on Dallas Cowboys hiring Brian Schottenheimer as an offensive coordinator. Um, my opinion of it is it's it's not a super exciting hire. It's just a guy that was working there. He's offensive consultant for them last year. He's familiar with the Cowboys. Um, I don't think it's a bad hire. It's just not something that Cowboy fans are probably jumping for joy. Here's your good note. Schottenheimer has worked with the following quarterbacks. Drew Brees, Doug Flutie, Phillip Rivers, Brett Favre, Mark Sanchez, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, and Trevor Lawrence. He's worked with all these quarterbacks. So that bowls well for you. Maybe he can come in and help Dak a little bit, understand the offense better. This new offense he's going to have to learn. It's a different system. Maybe he can help him transition a little bit better, help him not throw those interceptions. Maybe he turns Dak um, gets him to the next another level. Um, I don't know, but I'm not. I'm not super excited about it. But it's not a terrible, terrible hire. Well, what I'm reading is basically, while the puppet was saying, we want Dak to be more aggressive. Well, Dak throws 14 interceptions, and what I'm reading is they basically blamed Kellen and said the Kellen offense was too aggressive. So this guy is going to be more of your safety net. They're going to throw more slants. They're going to throw more screens. They're going to throw more. They're not going to be, I'm going down the field and trying to get big chunks at a time offense. And so they're going to change their entire way of of the draft, the people they're looking for in the draft, the people they're looking for in free agency, they're basically saying that that Keenan Allen, um, or or Michael Thomas would be good fits for the Dallas that other wide receiver because um, Keenan Allen would be great because they they run those slants. They they basically the big bodied the guys that can run the slants and run the deal. And San Diego is going to let him go supposedly because they are 30 something million over the cap. And they sign if they, if they let him go, they save like 20 of that right now, like immediately. So that's what I'm hearing is you're not going to have the down the field, the deep digs, the, the, the routes that he was throwing the picks on, it's going to be much more of a short drag route, like the things that he's more comfortable with. And and I don't know if that's the case or not, but that was M- what McCarthy ran in Green Bay was a lot of your slants and a lot of your – he didn't go down the field a lot because you didn't have 
He took the shots when they when 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 they're set them up when, yeah. when they're one yeah. on one and then and and I think maybe that's what they're doing that these routes here they bring the safeties they bring everybody down and then you take your shot over the top um, but it's not going to be the deep slants the 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 tight end is going to be more involved your slant or your your slot receiver is going to be more involved. You don't need this high-powered deal. You need a really good running game, and I don't know what they're going to do with that. I don't know if the, the the there's multiple reports that they're planning on franchise tagging Pollard. I really hope that isn't the case. While Tony Pollard was good, the the number that the franchise tag carries with it for a running back is more than what Pollard needs to make. Where you could get a running back in the draft for. $700,000. We're going to disagree on where we could get a running back on, on but yeah, we will disagree. For, for $700,000, I could tell you right now a name that I would pull off the top of my head that would fit in that offense that if he is there, please sign me up. So, yeah, you thought we've talked. We've, yeah. So, we've had that. You could pay that guy. In, in five years, what you're going to pay Tony Pollard in one. And and so it's going to be interesting because I believe Mike McCarthy's job comes with this hire. I, I believe it does. The, the, okay. way, the way mm-hmm. they've set this up mm-hmm. is by him right. calling plays that, that this Schottenheimer hire, you're, you're putting your job in this guy's hands. This was... All the moves leading up to all this, all getting this. rid of guys, getting rid of his right-hand man, and, and I think that's the, still the same reason you're still holding on to Dan Quinn is, hey, yes. got to give Mike McCarthy one year. I'm going to take away his safety nets. I'm going to take away those things. Um, the, the offensive coordinator hire is just a guy. It's something where they didn't have to put a lot of thought in. Hey, this guy's here. He's familiar. Um, he can help integrate your offense. He can help integrate the – the, the week by week and we're gonna we're gonna put it all on Mike McCarthy's play calling and time yeah. management skills and if it doesn't work out this next season then Dan Quinn will be head Dan coach Quinn I believe be head coach. I, um, because Kellen would have been the only other person in in the organization that would have taken the job and he was gone and I don't you said something earlier about how they were blaming Kellen because it's too aggressive and that's why that Zach Duke picks I don't if that's the explanation it's I think it's I, absolute trash. I think that I think that they used him as the scapegoat because like it could have been. Um, I think that's what it was. And maybe I don't want to not be an aggressive offense because my quarterback can't do that. Then you need to change quarterbacks. But you also need it's a fine balance between that and and also knowing what your quarterback strengths are and doing a game plan for him. I, the Eagles have done a very fantastic job with that. Hundred percent. Jalen Hurts was not. An MVP exactly. candidate before Sirianni got there and brought his guys. Daniel Jones was not anything until Dayball got there and and went to his went to his strengths. That's all I'm saying. Yes, yeah. I'm not saying that Dak Prescott can't make those throws, but Prescott can make those throws when he's protected and when he's running an offense that he's more comfortable with. And all of a sudden, I mean, he ran Kellen Moore's offense for years, and they've won 12 games. Yeah, he can run it. But he has to have a better situation, just yeah. like Daniel Jones had to have a better situation around him 
Yeah. He'll, Coaching he matters. Better, 100%. Look at – and, and I think it matters. Better hope the enemy doesn't ever leave Patrick Mahomes because that'll be the real test. I understand yeah. that he lost his wide receiver and all this, but if Eric Bieniemy ever leaves Kansas City and then Patrick Mahomes goes on his world tour, then he's the real deal because Eric Bieniemy doesn't get any credit. There's a reason that Kansas City's not letting him leave. You know that that they're. I'm making surprised it. someone hasn't snatched him like, up yet. I am. In, I Absolutely. really thought. I really thought that would be the name in Houston with D'Amico Ryan. I really thought that would be the name. And so that tells me that either he doesn't want to go because Kansas City is giving him a bunch of money or that he's really terrible at interviewing and and deal because all these jobs come up and it's every year you hear the enemy, the enemy, the enemy, the enemy. And then all of a sudden he just doesn't go anywhere. When we talk about coaching matters, Great example to attack of Alua. 100%. Brian Flores tears him down, tells him I should have drafted Mac Jones. You're, you're garbage. And they they ended, they fire him. They interview for head coaches. And I, I love what Mike Daniels did. He Everyone else that they interviewed said, they probably asked him, do you think you can win with two? And they were like, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe. Mike Daniels took a playbook. They, he went in there with 700 things and said, I can do this with Tua Tagovailoa. I will make I him better than he was at Alabama. And he came out this season, and if it wasn't for his concussions, they have – He they did have, exactly they, what he said he yes. was going to do. And he, that is for coaching. The first, made, for the first, what, how many weeks? Seven weeks we were talking about Tua being in the, in the MVP yeah, discussion? Yeah. yeah. They were talking about Miami fighting the Bills for the division. 100%. Um, coaching – Matters, yeah, and you and to be I a great think, coach as a, as a head coach. Dallas Cowboys have it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so either. But I, I, we've seen what McCarthy can do. Yeah, and there's a stat out there that says if if you get a new head coach and you don't win a Super Bowl in three years, no one's won one after. So I think this is kind of his timeline, and I think. When you look at Jerry Jones, in fairness, one of those years he lost his quarterback. For, in fairness, for, you know, yes, that, that many games, eight, nine games. Fairness, yes, and he's and he's been injured. He missed four, five, four or five games this last season too, and they were lucky that the defense played so good that Cooper Rush um, was able to not Navigate. lose him anything. Yes, yes, and, and um, but Jerry Jones, they went through helped. They played yeah. Cincinnati at yeah. a time when Cincinnati was in shambles. If they played the Cincinnati team that finished on a 10-game win streak, they don't they win get, that game. They get, they get below. Yeah, they get mollywop. Um, they, they, you know, if they play, you know, uh, you know, these teams at a different time, then then it, they don't go five and zero. And Cooper Rush isn't the savior of the world, but yeah. that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think this is it's time, and, I, and Jerry Jones has mentioned plenty of times he. He he's running out of time, and so yeah. Father Time is undefeated, Jerry. Yeah, just like that. Um, the the passenger seat over there in the in the in the garbage truck. Undefeated, <laughs> never lost, <laughs> never lost. <laughs> well, speaking of quarterbacks here, uh, uh, commanders say that the quarterback one going in next season will will be Sam Howell. Um, Rivera, Rivera came out and said that they won't spend a lot of money bringing a veteran in like they did last year on Wentz, and that Howe will have to continue to prove himself to get the spot. Um, the rumors are 
that this kid's the next big deal and that, that, that Washington's kind of been holding them down and not giving them a shot. So we shall see. But they're kind of putting all their eggs in one the Sam Howell basket if he doesn't pan out. If, what are you, we looking are, at? if you are that guy that has been there, if you are uh, Heineke, are you not just – I'm 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 out. I'm out. I'm done. I mean, me out of here. I'm not are you stepping on the field me again. right now. Like, it, what do I have to do now? If you want to be Rivera and you want to say these are my two guys and we're going into camp and it's going to be a QB battle, all right, That's I get fine. it. Definitely, yeah. But to sit here and go, this is my guy. All my chips are in the you know Sam Howell basket. Taylor Heineke's going, and that's why Heineke said, "I'm not playing the last game. Let him." Let him yeah. play. Yeah, he because needs a shot. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. If you want to, you we were. I came in and I saved your season, and we were about to make the playoffs, and you went back to to Wentz over me, and then because the you didn't week, realize that we were going to be eliminated because you because you were because you were living under a rock and you didn't understand <laughs> playoff percentages. Um, I'm really surprised but, he wasn't fired this year, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what kind of organization? Well, that whole thing, that yeah. whole thing's going to change in March because he's fixing it's not good for game. you that there's that there's he's selling. It's not good for you. No, as, as no, because that's been the, that's been two free wins a year. Yeah, but but if I'm Taylor Heineke, I don't want anything to do with the Washington Commanders no, because I'm, I'm demanding a trade. Get yes, me out of here. I'll go be back up somewhere me, else. Do something because I at least want a shot. And you mm-hmm. have you have I, I've won football games. I've saved your season. I've done all the things you've asked me to do, and you completely overstepped me in this organization. I'm out. Yep, yep. exactly right. Uh, I, I saw something the other day in the next headline here that is uh, horrible for us football fans. Roger Goodell says the NFL officiating has never been better. Um, back then, literally, he didn't watch the two championship. Games. No, he did not. And this is the problem with the NFL. The problem is when you can never admit they are when they never admit they're wrong, nothing's going to be fixed. And that's the whole issue. I was fine with the um, being able to challenge a pass interference call, or, or you know, but when they, when the refs go out there and they look at it and they go, "We're never wrong," and they never change. Then, then it is pointless. Yeah. I don't know what the the ego chip of these refs are. What what the ego chip of Roger Goodell is on that refs can't get. We're humans. We make mistakes. You go out there and you go. It's a bang bang play. And you you call it one way and they challenge it and you're like, oh my bad guys. Integrity of the game. We should be making every right call by the rule. This instead they go out there and they go. Nah, I'm I'm not wrong. And then they they doubled down on it, and you and, and, and as long as they got the backing of the commissioner, and nothing's going to change. And that's the problem with the NFL officiating is they never admit they're wrong, and if they're if they don't ever think they're wrong, they don't think there's nothing that needs to be changed, and that's the issue. And it's it sucks. Yeah, I did like, and I hope this stays, that in several positions in the playoffs. They use the expedited review and we're like, hey, you guys got it wrong. The guy in the sky calls down and, and buzzes the ref and stops the deal. And you didn't have to waste a challenge. You you said, hey, we got it wrong. Um, 
that that deal. Where I would have liked to see that was the was the Philadelphia catch. I would have liked to see the guy buzz down and go, "Hey, you got that wrong." Um, so I'd like to see more of that. I would like to see that used on a on a, on a broader spectrum, and and catch like if there's something we show on replay, if Fox or, or CBS or something shows you a camera angle that that I understand you're not getting all the camera angles. Like that guy that made the Devontae Smith call. I'm not blaming him that he got it yeah. wrong. He was yeah. standing on the back side, and it wasn't until Fox had the camera that looked from the front side yeah. that showed Devontae Smith bobble. The ball moved. So, and... so there's zero chance the guy behind saw that. There's no chance that that ref saw it. There's no other ref from the other side to look. So that's what the cameras are for. You use those, you get it right. So I would like to see more of those. I would also like to see Roger Goodell be honest. Roger Goodell straight up used to, he said when he when if you remember back years ago when we had the official strike or whatever, he said that the the other refs were doing just a fine job. And and then all of a sudden the Green Bay thing happens. Yeah, and, you're welcome, and, NFL. Yeah. Then then all of a sudden the Phil Mary. Yeah, the 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 that happens and the next week all the real refs are back. So, but the bottom line is these guys have been terrible. They have been, then I understand it's all about, I understand people are human, people make mistakes, da 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 You're going to have probably one every game that you can question. A couple. You could, you're going to probably, every game you're going to have mm-hmm. something you can question. And I get it. Normally they're both sides. Normally yeah. it equals out. Normally it doesn't even, it doesn't even play into the, the final effect of the game. Like you can, you can, there's multiple calls in the Dallas game on both sides that, that, you know, could have gone the other way, but I'm not saying that's the reason Dallas lost to San Francisco. They played a horrible game and, and yes, there could have been a couple situations where a couple calls could have been changed, but like the George Kittle thing, like, did he really line up in a, in a, you know, covered up and, and that's fine. But the bottom line is it needs to be consistent. And right now it's not. Well, and, th- and, and they would not admit that that's the biggest travesty. And what's mind blowing is they have the technology to yes. fix this. And that's they what just I'm saying. Don't. They have the sky they in the don't. sky. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that, that I don't, I'm not a big advocate of the XFL, but that's the one thing that yeah. they do better than the NFL is they get the call right. Yeah. They, they make they sure it's right. The, and, they make sure it's right. And while we're trying to fix the NFL here, they have the technology to, yeah. to show where the ball is on the field at all times. Why are we using chains? Yeah. No, yeah. Why are we using, hey, this is a jumble up at the at the goal line. Where's that and, ball at? And why, tennis in tennis. Yeah, index yes. cards. In tennis, tennis they can challenge soccer. something and it and it pinpoints exactly why don't they use that? Yeah. Why don't 100%. they use that? Hundred percent. Um, and, and what what game was it that the chains got all mangled yeah. up and looked like looked like your garden hose or your Christmas lights that you've been in the garage for you know twelve months and it's a big ball of, of Christmas lights. Go get new chains and and think they had enough links in them. Stop. Yeah, Stop. Tough. And the thing of it is, like I said, if if Goodell would have just come out and said, "Listen, I understand there's been some calls that that." In the thing, while I support my guys in in you know in the NFL and I support my referees, 
it's something we're going to take a look at in the offseason. That's all he had to say. Yeah. All he had to say is we're constantly as, working at getting yes, better. That's it. We're we're constantly putting these guys through different programs and and we're going to we're going to do our due diligence to look into this and and streamline it and make it better each year. That's all he had to say. But to sit here and go it's the best it's ever been. Roger, calm down. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I... it's not. It might be the worst it's ever been. So by doing that, he just brought up all the eyes and all the attention. You know, it's just like when Rafael Palmeiro went in front of Congress and banged his fist on the table and went, I have never done steroids. Well, guess what? You failed the test two weeks later. Like, don't bring attention to yourself that you just don't need to. Like the exactly. second, the second you double down, and the second you are adamant about something like that, you're bringing all the attention into this, not only to the NFL, but to this one, this one subject. You're exactly right. Um, let's see, Craig. Um, you, I gotta leave the show for a second. You take over. I'll be right back. All right. So the NFL has removed Michael Irvin from the NFL Network over a accusation of something that happened in the hotel he was staying in um, when he got to the Super Bowl. He got to the Super Bowl the, the, on, on Sunday or Monday went to dinner with an ex-Cowboys teammate, and he comes back to the hotel, and there's police, and there's investigators, and Urban seems dumbfounded, and they have a meeting, they talk with the woman, they talk with him, and it ends with the female and Michael Urban shaking hands, and parting ways was so Irvin thinks I'm good. I don't, you know, deal. Well, comes to find out that this this woman has accused him, and there's nothing in detail yet of of what exactly she's she's just saying that he did something improper. Um, this all came out when he had he has a weekly interview on 105.3 with. Sean and RJ, and and they ask him how it was going and ask him if they can meet for dinner and have dinner at the Super Bowl because they're covering the Super Bowl. And he's like, I'm trying to lay low. I'm trying to – I've had to move hotels. I've had a big ordeal. And they're like, ordeal? He's like, yeah, we'll talk about it later. It's just deal. Well, that comes out that morning that the NFL has removed him from all Super Bowl coverage. He will not be on the NFL Network. He will not be anywhere covering the Super Bowl. Today it comes out that Michael Irvin goes and files a $100 million lawsuit against the Marriott, against the hotel manager, against this female for defamation of character and that you're costing me my job. And so I'm not sure what clearly Irvin doesn't think he did anything wrong. He thinks that this woman is making things up. Irvin has not had the cleanest path. 
He has not had, he had trouble when he left Dallas. He's had drug problems. He's had trouble with people in his house, trouble in people in his hotel rooms. So you hope that this is what Irvin says it is and is something that is just a misunderstanding or suppose it was over all buying a drink and and drinks and it's a misunderstanding. But so Michael Irvin will not be covering the Super Bowl at all on the NFL Network because of the accusations this woman made and because of of what the NFL, the information, they feel that they have enough that um, they removed him from the coverage. They don't want this to be uh, a highlight. They don't want him to be on the TV and, and fans to be criticizing them for why is he on TV when he has accusations of, of you know, this going on. So real quick, Craig, sorry, because I didn't hear much of this. I haven't had the radio on this week. Um, give me a why, what, what happened with Michael Irving? A brief, I know you just talked about it, but a brief. So, a woman in the gets, lobby, he, he gets to the he gets to Phoenix on Sunday and he checks in his hotel, he checks in the Marriott, and he he goes to dinner with the next Dallas Cowboy teammate, um, and and meets him and they have dinner, they have drinks. Well, he comes back to the hotel. And the cops and this lady and, and they're all in the lobby. And Irvin's like, what's going on? And they pull him to the side. They pull her to the side. They get stories. What ends with these two shaking hands? And, and hey, thanks. And they go their separate ways. So Irvin thinks nothing of it. Well, he comes on on Wednesday on Sean and RJ. And Sean and RJ are like, Playmaker, how's it going? Hey. We're in town. We want to meet. If you got a night, we leave Friday. If you got a night that that you can hang out and have dinner, we're, we're going to pick up the tab. Me and RJ are going to pick up the tab. Deal. And he and Michael goes, uh, hey, guys, um, I'm going to lay low. There's some things that happen. And uh, I'm I'm kind of on the down low right now. And, and Sean and them are like, what, what, Mike, what's going on? And he's like, I, I just can't. There's a lot going on. I'm trying to keep it off the radar. I'm going to be in a. I'm going to. I've had to change hotels. I've had to do this. I've had to do that. And then, so they go. I've searched the internet. I can't find anything that he's talking about. And about two hours later, bang! NFL Network pulls Michael Irvin from their coverage for the Super Bowl. Uh, the lady is accusing him of of accusations of improper uh, behavior uh, towards her. Uh, this, that, the other. Then today it comes out that he's filing a hundred million dollar lawsuit against the Marriott, against her, against you know anybody that's involved. And and so, Irvin hasn't had the greatest past. Yeah. He's had infidelity problems. He's had drug problems. He's had you know he he's had his name in the highlight for the wrong reasons several times. You hope from a standpoint of that that. He's a broadcaster in the NFL that this is just somebody trying to bring they they knew Urban was there. They a, they a quick get rich scheme. Yes, that's what you hope for. But um is she excusing like what is she accusing him of? That's the thing. Is it's just 
improper behavior. There's nothing about he tried to sleep with me. He tried to do this. He supposedly mm-hmm. all over something about buying a drink. Like somebody wanted to buy Michael a drink, and he said no. And then all of a sudden, something else happened. Oh, like, but her, I, I don't, basically, I, it sounds to me like like she was trying to come at him, and he said no. I don't want any of it. I'm here with my guy. I'm having dinner. I'm going back to my hotel. And she knew what hotel he was staying at. And it sounds like they got in an elevator together. And that's when she made the accusation of something happened in the elevator. Well, there's film. There will be a... a, 100%. uh... So, (laughs) So, so, but but what I'm I'm saying was there wasn't enough there when, when they pulled the two to the side and had their individual interviews. There wasn't enough there for law enforcement to go, Mike, you need to come with us. We're going to book you. We're going to do this. There wasn't enough there. They brought them together. They said, okay, listen, this was a misunderstanding, clearly. I need you to go your way. I need you to go your way. Mike said, I'm done. I'm not staying in this hotel. I'm going to go stay in another hotel. They moved him to another hotel where he, of course, didn't say, I'm staying at the Hyatt now. You know, He didn't want anybody to know where he was at. And... Clearly, on Wednesday, when he was on the interview, he didn't think this was going to be a big deal. And then two hours later, I don't know if, I don't know. My question is, if he just goes on Sean and RJ and doesn't say anything and doesn't bring this this event up, because Bobby searched Google, NFL Network, this, that, searched everywhere, and there was no story of this. There was no Recollection of the police coming, no recollection of a lady, no recollection of accusations. There was nothing. Two hours after he goes on the radio and talks about this incident, the NFL is like, all right, well, now you you brought it up. So now you brought it to light. Now people are talking about it. So now now here we go. Yeah. And and they pulled him from the coverage and everything like that. And you can't, so you can't have I any... personally think if he goes on Sean and RJ and just does a regular interview and doesn't mention this situation – that he probably gets away with it and and it goes away and you don't hear anything. But the second that he brought it to a thousand watt station where everybody could hear it and and they're at the Super Bowl where they're broadcasting, yep. you know, deal, everybody heard about it. Well, everybody started asking questions and, and, they, and now it brought the NFL to light and, and they just didn't want it and so they removed them. Yeah, they don't want they don't need that the, the bad the publicity. Page and, and, yes. Yeah, they don't want that, so... So that's um, what I believe is that it was just because he he brought light to it and 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 they were like, well, now we have now, Mike, we have to do something about it. We weren't going to do nothing about it, but you brought it to everybody's attention on on the 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 one of the top ten radio stations in the in the country, and 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 so people listened to that, and and so now this, and that's what I believe. I believe it's probably a money grab, something. He'll be back on the NFL Network next year. And and by the by the time football season comes back around, this will be a non-story. Right. Um, but but for now, Michael Irvin, you will not see Michael Irvin in, in the NFL Network or anywhere in Super Bowl coverage for this weekend. Oh, thank you. Thanks for filling in that information because I didn't really know what it was about. I just know accusations. I didn't really know what and what. So, um. We got one more football here before we get into some big, huge basketball news. Um, well, actually, we got we'll get a little bit of baseball and then we'll come into basketball. But this is a college related. They got um, 
Texas and Oklahoma. Did you talk about that before, Michael Irvin? Yes. Okay. Texas and Oklahoma leaving a year early and will pay the Big 12 $100 million to do so. And me and you kind of laughed about this because I'm like, you're paying $100 million to leave early to go lose in yeah, the SEC. To go get the brakes beat off of them in the SEC. <laughs> um, talk about – I know you know more about this story than I do. Talk about the Michigan – and I don't know what that the whole Michigan game has to do with – I don't know Michigan, what it – but. I don't know what it has to do with allowing to leave early. There's there's Fox money involved somewhere. What it was is Michigan has agreed to a home and home over the next deal. 2024 was supposed to be in Texas. 2027, Texas was supposed to go to the big house. Well, now they've flipped that. In 2024, Texas is going to the big house. In 2027, Michigan will come to Austin. Why that flip-flop of, of how we're playing these caused this to be the, the driving factor in Fox allowing this to happen and and the the money to take place, I still haven't figured out what what you know the Big Ten and and the the SEC playing a non-conference game. Has to, I mean, why, whether it's in Austin or whether it's in Michigan, I I don't understand why that has anything to do with it. But that is what they're saying is that that Fox having that, having Michigan agree to flip flop and having Texas go to the big house in 24 and Texas uh, or in Michigan coming to Austin in 2027, um, that that said, okay, Fox is on board. And now we're going to allow these teams out out of their contract a year early. And um, when was when was the big when were they allowed when when were they supposed to leave the big the Big Twelve twenty twenty four supposed to be after the twenty five season it was supposed to be the start of twenty six because they talked about uh, it's funny because they talked about how if they didn't gotta get out of it early. Then um, the Manning, the Manning, what's his first name? That's there at Texas. Arch. Wouldn't even face the SEC team until his last seat, like his last year. Like, or he wouldn't face SEC for like two years. Well, no, uh, yeah, because they registered much, him. So, they registered yeah. him last year. So he still has four years of eligibility, which he won't yeah. see all four years. But, but he wouldn't have, he, he, well, he might not have. Because he could yeah. have technically played his his freshman and sophomore seasons, and then went to the NFL, and then yeah. went to the NFL and never faced the SEC. He he could have, um, by all legal standards. Um, this allows it to where it, his sophomore season he will play the yeah, SEC. He'll play there, and um, and Texas I mean, plays A and M or uh, not A and M. Don't they play Alabama next year? Like, see, like I think they play Alabama um, game two of the season or something like that. This next season, very possible uh, because that would have been one of those that we agreed to a non-conference home yeah. and home. Probably agreed to a home and home before this was ever a thing. Yeah, trying to get themselves better coverage, trying to get themselves into the college football playoff. Yeah, I saw the schedule and I said, oh, man, Alabama's game two or three this season. That's going to be one to watch. So um, I just think it's funny and, and because they Texas and Oklahoma haven't really 
they've been good, but they haven't really dominated the Big Twelve. They had, you know, they they haven't won national championships in a long time, and now now you're gonna go play with the big dogs, and it's like I don't know how you're gonna win there, but yeah, you're setting I mean, yourself up to fail. Yeah, and and it's it's pretty ballsy, um, you know, and I think it's kind of a you you know I think it's dumb, but it's kind of a kudos move at the same time. You want to go face the best of the best. You want to be, you know what I mean. So, it's it's interesting. We'll see how they how they pan out there, and and, and good luck. Um, we do have one baseball story here. Um, well, I guess two if you want to mention Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette signs a three year deal with Toronto. Uh, it's good news for them. Bo Bichette's a pretty good player, and then the Padres and you Darvish sign a six year, hundred eight million dollar deal. Um, probably finish his career there. If he's six all six years, he's a solid pitcher. Um, he's been uh, okay since he's gone there. He's been yeah. He hasn't been Cy Young type deal. No, but he's been but he's been solid. He's been solid. He hasn't had a lot of injuries. He's 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 made been the workhorse that you want. He's got the hundred innings a year. Um, you know, or the, the hundred and fifty, whatever you would want your your one of your your main guys to be. Um, and and so, um. He, that's what he's been. He's been solid. He hasn't been great, but he's been solid, and that's yeah. basically what what they're paying him. He's and been. He's good, he's good for the organization. That organization yeah. they're trying to put a team together. If well, if, and that's uh, that's it, it, with what they have with the with the Machado and Soto, Soto and you're getting. Um, Steroid guy back, yeah, yeah. From cheater, a cheater, cheater boy back from from his ringworm. Um, you're getting him back, and and um, so it, it, that's that. Um, that team is is all in. I mean, yeah. the 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 GM up there, AJ Preller, has as sold his soul and and is trying to to make this work of course the the tatis thing blowing up you know it didn't work last year um being a giants fan in the division i hope the whole thing implodes um but darvis is solid darvis is solid so i mean i don't see any reason why not to give him the money there was somebody that was going to give him the money why not keep him in san diego uh, uh for that all right, let's get into the basketball news. There's been basketball news all over the place. We're going to break down here the the, the biggest two trades. Um, there's been a lot of trades. I feel like a lot of them are really not too big. Um, 547 second-round picks switching hands. Yeah. Like, they, like they're treating them like they're, they're Monopoly money. Um, <laughs> Kyrie Irving first gets traded yeah. to the Mavericks. And and they give up Highway Kings ransom for him. They give but, Dinwiddie, Finney Smith, two first round picks. Um, when I first heard we're interested, we they were always been this interest of Dallas is interested in Kyrie Irving. I'm like, no, this isn't happening. Um, that was that was like last year, I think. And then this year it pops up again. I'm like, no, it isn't happening. And it happened. And at first, I said this is this is stupid. This is dumb. I hate it. I hate Kyrie. Kyrie is a 
mental. I, I've called he's a cancer to every team he goes to. This will blow up eventually. He will blow up eventually. The, the the ticking time bomb, basically, and it depends on how long you have with him. There's no argument here of Kyrie Irving on the basketball court. There's only five players in the NBA this season that's averaging 27 and a half points or more. And like I think it's like five rebounds, five assists a game. We got two of them, Luka and Kyrie. Pairing these two guys together is on the basketball court. Well, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, Maybe. I, I'm going to stay positive with this because I cannot. I'm going to use my Ranger kind of kind of optimism here because what what did I say when we when we went out and spent money on um, the Grom um, who's always hurt? Um, spent a lot of money. I said, look. I cannot complain and get mad um, and yell at our owners for not spending money and then get mad when they do because Mark Cuban has, has been is terrible at contracts. He's been terrible at getting his team help. This is kind of the only move they had to go to. Um, and if it doesn't work, Kyrie Irving could walk out of the building at the end of the season, leave and go to L.A. like he wants to, and the Mavericks will have close, pretty close to a max um, spot. So to try and get a star in here with Luca, that's the beneficial part of this, in my opinion. We got rid of the contracts that didn't win, and, and Finney Smith, and um, losing the first round picks is gonna be a hurt. It's gonna hurt us. Mark Cuban doesn't care about drafting players. He just doesn't. They have not in. They have not the last several years. They haven't. Luca would have been the only draft pick they used correctly. And so I'm going to go that route with it. I'm not going to get all negative and mad about it. I'm going to hope it pans out, and and maybe we give him an extension. Uh, maybe we don't. I, but when it first broke, I did not like it. I did not like it one bit. And then I said, well, what what else decision do they have? Because the team they had with Luca playing every minute of every game, it was not going to work. The team you had, that's 100%, was not going to to go anywhere in the playoffs. The no last year with the team they had, the Western lucky, Conference final was a, run, was, a, was a lucky run. You, you, you ran into the right team at the right time. You got a lucky break in the first round that, that the team you played imploded. You got lucky against Phoenix that they, they were, were imploding – themselves with with Aiton and 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 all that drama that they had going on over there um so that run was was not really where you stood in the pecking order of the western conference we all agree Kyrie Irving since the suspension for the anti-semitic comments and twitter and everything has been a class act. He's done everything that the organization asked him to. Wasn't on the radar. Just played basketball. Played really good basketball. If he's that guy, okay. Well, my question is, my question is, how does this fit? Because now you have two guys that both bring the ball up the floor. Both want the ball in their hand. Both want to be the leader of the offense. Who's gonna 
who's gonna be the non-alpha and and huh. and and take back the pace at which Kyrie plays and the pace at which Luca plays are two totally different things. Two you saw it the other night. Everybody, everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why are we bringing the ball up the floor so fast?" When Luca brings the ball up the floor, he's across the timeline at the timeline deadline. When Kyrie brings the ball up the floor, we're down here. We're in the offense. We're going. We're go, 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 go. Two different styles. So it's going to be interesting when they finally play together, which will not be tonight. Well, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Well, it will not be tonight. Yeah, he's Luca, out. Luca went out and tested his heel contusion and it was still sore. He's not going to play tonight. He might play in Sacramento. Probably not. Chances are they're not on the floor together till Monday when they come back home. Um, but when they do get on the floor together, it'll be interesting to see how it works. I think this gives you a better team than you had. Mm-hmm. I don't think it does anything for you in your playoff run. It's done for you on defense. It does nothing for you on defense. You are the worst defensive metric team in the NBA. And Dallas was already not great because they were letting up 100,000 points to the Golden State Warriors the other night after three quarters. Like they had 70, 80 points in like three quarters. It was just like, we're going to score 150 on you. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, but I say that, and you came out against Utah with five guys and their scrubs and beat a Utah team that is top rank in the West. And when you have five guys that try, then you can be a average defense. They let up 102 points. They rebounded okay. They, it, but you got to have five guys that buy in. Yeah. Apparently, didn't. Dorian Finney-Smith and, and you know, them, they didn't buy in because they were just letting people run by them. Um, and Christian, what's, the whole Christian Wood thing is mind-boggling me. It is. They're trying to trade him. They tried to trade they, him. They gave now, him an extension. Now um, they try to offer him an extension. I, I'm confused at what you want to do there. He He's he's a great better. He's, he's better off the bench. Doesn't want to start. He gets in foul trouble. The bottom line is you have not been able to, as the Dallas Mavericks, you've never, ever, ever been able to land the big-name free agent. This has started from Uh Dwight Howard. This has started from when they had had the big guy from the Clippers, uh, and and they went to his house, and he agreed to the, the contract, and then he went and... What's and, his name? Oh, um, I don't uh, know what you're talking about. You know, um, and, and went and locked himself in his house and hid from Mark Cuban. Like, this has never been... Darren Williams? They said Darren Williams yeah. said, well, Mark Cuban was there instead of at Shark Tank. I'd be a Dallas Maverick. And he yes. Didn't, he didn't. And, and, and so it, Cuban's number one priority in life has always been entrepreneurship, has always been business. That's why the organization had the problems in the front office with the scandals, because he's just never around. He's just, he's doing so many, he's got so many irons on the fire mm-hmm. that he's just being pulled in, in a thousand different ways. Now, the one thing I did hear in all this is that he's Cuban was taking heat all this time for never wanting to go into luxury tax and never wanting to build a team and never wanting to spend money before they traded Finney Smith and Neil, 
they were $31 million into the luxury tax. By getting rid of those two contracts, now they're not. So Cuban was spending money that, that the fans didn't were unaware of. He was he was paying a luxury tax with the team you had. They just they just spend it, they just give you the money spend to these it in bad the wrong clients. ways. Bad contracts, yeah. You're, you're, the Tim Hardaway contract was horrific. Terrible. That guy's terrible. That guy's trash. He's 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 a he's a backup. You know, he's a he's a he doesn't play defense real well. He he kind of shoots, but but he's a ball hog. Like it wasn't worth the money deal, but you didn't want to lose him, so you threw a bunch of money at him. That's why he, um, that's probably why I didn't pay Brunson now. And, and that's you were never and, gonna get Brunson. His dad works for the Knicks. It, it, stop. That and, he was and, going well, to New York. I never wanted Brunson because he, no. he he well, he I, never hold he on didn't though. overpay for him. Yeah, hold on though. The season he's having in New York, he's an all star. Yeah, but he uh, wouldn't he wouldn't have that season here with Luca. Well, no, and that's why he left because yeah. he wasn't going to be the number yeah. one. He wanted to be the guy with the ball, and that's what I'm afraid with Kyrie. Is you're going to have two guys that are banging ahead like Rams. What, what what I like with Kyrie, Luca has supported this, but he yeah. hasn't supported it because he ain't been on the floor with him yet. What I like with Kyrie is he he's he's a guy that can he will work off the ball. And he, he can run, and he can he can run the the the, the uh, offense when Luca's gone. When they had Porzingis, and I watched those play, yeah. and Luca goes sit out. Porzingis wasn't the guy with the ball, and saying, "I'm like, I no, he's not your number two. You never had number, a bat. Well, he was crazy. the number two. Which I know, I know, but have, he never you had to over. have a sufficient backup point guard, and you and you didn't have that. You didn't yeah. have anybody could get Porzingis the ball while Luca was out. Well, and Porzingis never took over the game. I've never no, saw him go. He, I'm going to take over. And he's what hurt. is that? He's hurt. He's he's it's a, that's it's a he waste. Is. Waste. He's the Anthony waste. Davis of of deal. Like he's just not going to street clothes number two. Yes. Yeah. He's um. We got another trade, which surprised me because I thought it's Kevin Durant goes to the Phoenix, but I thought. I thought Kevin Durant needed to stay in Brooklyn for his legacy. Um, son get the the Suns get Durant and T.J. Warren, and the Nets get Cameron Johnson, My, Michael Bridges, Jay Crowder, four first round picks, and then a pick swap in twenty eight, um, which they turned around and sent Crowder away for five second round picks. Yeah, they sent away for to, to the to the what um, Bucks, but mm-hmm. my. I like it for Phoenix. Kevin Durant is the absolute beast on the basketball court. He's another head. He's another. He's a guy that's very sensitive. Um, but that to me, this makes Phoenix better than the Dallas Mavericks right now. It makes Phoenix better than anybody in the West, in my opinion. Um, you know, Chris Paul isn't what he used to be, but he he's still efficient. Who you talk about a Devin guy Booker. who's fallen off the map? Yeah, Chris Paul has fallen off from what he's been. Father Time has. Knocked on Chris Paul's door and said, "It's time, sir." But adding Kevin Durant, I think, will give him a little more juice. Um, not, well, not, so, not so much pressure on him now. Yeah. Um, I think that Kevin Durant went behind the scenes and said, "Hey, DeAndre Jordan is quietly." There you go. Quietly trade me. Hey, I don't think he came out and was like, "I demand a trade." I put it all over the news. But this was a hey. Once they let Kyrie go, get me out of here. He said, "I'm going to." And and. And 
If I'm the owner of the New Jersey Nets, everybody's fired. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> yeah, everyone's fired. fired. Because you had Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, and you did nothing. Nothing. You didn't make a Eastern Conference Finals. You didn't make an NBA Finals. You didn't do anything. What was this? This is by far got to be the biggest letdown of a super team that we've ever, ever. seen in the history ever. of basketball. And I mean, the, the Miami Heat didn't win the championship the first year, yeah. but they won multiple with that team. You, and you know, every team, the, the Golden State Warriors, they win multiple championships with their super team. Like that, whoever runs that organization needs to be gutted because you had one of the best teams in basketball. You had three top-tier superstars in their prime and did nothing. Granted, we're all prima donnas. I get it. But you did nothing. Um, and the rumor is now that watch for Phoenix as a dark horse for Kyrie in the offseason, that he will go back and finish what he started uh, with Kevin He'll basically Durant. take over Chris Paul's spot. Yes. Um, it depends on if he really wants to go back to work. He wants money. LA. Yeah. Uh, the 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 one thing He's about the one thing about that is I will give and and mark this date and time <laughs> down. I need to write the hell. On, let me. I need to write this down. The one thing LeBron James has done in his time in the NBA is: Did you hear anything? on the court, off the court, ever, about Kyrie Irving when he played with LeBron James? Nope. Nope. He was the best. He won that championship for Cleveland. Not LeBron James. He hit the step-back shot in Steph's face with very solid defense, and he hit the game winner. And I'm going to tell you right now where this all went awry. Is... LeBron goes and takes all the credit and says, I brought Cleveland a championship. And Kyrie goes, hey, uh, but, but what about, like, I, I kind of made the, the shot. I brought Cleveland a championship. Kyrie is like, cool, bro. I'm going to go do my own thing now. If you don't want to include me, I'm going to go be me. And so he left because he didn't get any of, the credit and the attention and all they had to do is say, I brought Cleveland a championship like I promised, but I couldn't have done it without my buddy Kyrie. That's all he had to say. And he didn't. But the time that he was with LeBron, LeBron's the time when he was with LeBron, he wasn't a problem. There was none of this flat earth concept. There was none of this Twitter rage. There was none of this vaccination. thing. There was not a single word about Kyrie Irving other than he is a blast basketball player. He is a top-tier basketball player. And guess yeah. what? He's still a top-tier basketball player. He just brings too much attention to himself it, off the court. It's like it's like Mike Tomlin and Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown didn't go 100%. crazy until he left. 100%. Now, here, here's – here's the I saw his TikTok, and it's it, the other day, and it was genius. So, I think if he goes back to L.A., LeBron keeps him under, the, under wraps and says, listen – 
I don't know we if he can do that it in. now. I don't know. He's the only guy that's been able to do it. Uh, uh, maybe. Um, but here's what's funny about LeBron. Okay. LeBron is a I, 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 me, me, me guy all 100%. the way. And it, it goes to prove it in the game that he broke the, the, the scoring record. He broke the record by the third quarter, set out the whole fourth quarter. The team lost the basketball game, and they're fighting for playoff spot. Would Michael Jordan have done that? Well, Michael Jordan broke a record and said, I'm going to sit out the fourth quarter. No. Do you hear what else he did? Are you kidding me? No, what else did he do? I know they stopped down the game. Talk about about queen moves of, of deal. There is a rumor. That the week leading up to this deal, he knew he was going to break the record, he knew it was coming. That in practice, he was working on sky hooks. Oh, God. To, to be able to break the record with a sky hook. With a sky hook. Yeah, guy's a joke. In honor of Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Now, to you, is that in? Honor of Kareem, or is that a shot fired over the bow that I'm going to break your record with your shot that you created that was not like anything in the NBA? That, to me, is the just the absolute... Now, he didn't do it. Yeah. And all all these... The the LeBron of all LeBron moves. Yeah. I'm going to break this guy's record by using his move... Stop it. All these idiots out here going, well, he's got the all-time record. He's the GOAT. Give- and I'm like, wait, Abdul Jabbar had the all-time record for years. Did you, Was he ever the GOAT? He's never. He he's did it without never, a three-point line. He's never been in the discussion. He did it without the three-point line. Wilt's, <laughs> so- been, in dis- Wilt's been in the discussion. Yeah. Uh, Michael's been in the discussion. Kobe's in the discussion. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has never been most underrated basketball player that no one's all time. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I, and never and never brought any attention to himself. Never. He still this this he was not on board with the LeBron thing. He's been against the LeBron deal. He thinks he's tarnished the organization. But guess who was standing there on the sideline at the game? Stops, goes out in the court, and hands LeBron a basketball like I'm passing the torch to you. He does all that because he's a class act. Now, is LeBron going to do that when somebody goes and passes him? No, No. he's not. No, and and will it ever be passed? He'll say it's well. I don't. I don't know. I mean, who's going to play 20 years? You know, who's going to be this kind of a deal? But I promise you, they won't be as big of a prima donna as that guy. Can't stand him. And that's one of the reasons we haven't talked about it on the show. We didn't talk about, oh, bro, bro. I don't care. The guy's a, the guy, I can't stand him. I can't. And he's the reason I'm not a Laker fan. Anymore. I honestly, I, I honestly didn't, didn't even know it was coming. When I got the, when I got the alert, I was like, oh. Yeah. I just heard it on the radio Nifty. and that was it. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't, I don't care to talk about it. Um, it is what it is. I'm glad we're on the same boat. I'm glad you're not in a LeBron. Big huge LeBron fan can't stand the guy. I was never really a Jordan fan, to be honest with you. They're both the same guy. They're they're both taking thirty more shots a game than anybody else. Like it, it just 
Jordan's way tougher than LeBron was. Hundred percent. And if Jordan played better nowadays, yeah, he would average fifty a game. He would. He would absolutely. And 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 the things like Jordan didn't sit games out. He didn't take the 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 night off on a back to back. Michael Jordan was amazing. He just took. He just took. And and maybe he took a bunch of shots back in that day because he didn't have a bunch of guys around him that he trusted. I don't know. But but. Michael's clearly better, but I just, to me, to me, in my opinion, it's always been Kobe. And I understand Kobe mirrored his game after Jordan, and a lot of the moves are the same, and I get it. I get it. But Kobe Bryant, to me, is at 18, came in the league and took the league by storm, and just, he won championships with a good team. He won championships by himself. I... Let's Other than on. the Colorado thing, you just didn't hear from him. Did that love, happen? Didn't that happen? I don't know, but Kobe was just amazing. I love Kobe Bryant, and yeah. um, he's my favorite player. He's the reason I was a Lakers fan. LeBron's yeah. the reason I'm not a Lakers uh, uh, fan uh, yeah. anymore. And, 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 and like I said, other than the blemish of the Colorado deal, which, you know, did that happen? Didn't it happen? I have no idea. She said it was rape. He said we had consensual sex. 100%. I cheated on my wife. They stayed. They still stayed together. They still together. He, he bought her he, the the biggest diamond billion on the dollar at the time. Dime, yeah, and, uh, you know, um, he yeah. went and chiseled it out of the rock himself. You know, um, but but the thing of it is with this guy is you'll never see work ethic like him ever again. Nice. And and during this Colorado deal, he was flying to Colorado for his court case, and and still practicing three times a day still he would he would get up at five in the morning go work out fly to colorado recover go to his court case come back work out go back over here pick the kids up from school go back to work out at night like the guy's just i mean have you heard the story of of you know the the guy walks into the the deal and they're playing kobe that night and he walks in and he says i'm gonna practice and so he goes in and and he starts shooting, and Kobe, he, he, you know, he starts hearing the basketball bounce, and he's like, "Kobe's in here, okay." So he takes a thousand shots or whatever. Well, he stops, and for thirty minutes afterwards, Kobe's still practicing. And so he says, "I, he goes, I didn't say anything." He said, "We we go play the game." He goes, "The Lakers beat us." He goes, and after the game, he goes, "I go up and ask him." And he said, "Kobe, why were you in the gym for so long?" He said, I saw you come in. I saw you started working. He goes, and I wanted you to know that no matter how hard you work, I'm going to outwork you. And he goes, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done because it worked. Because it worked. Because you were in my head the whole game of how you stayed in. And, and I took a thousand shots. And you stayed in the gym 30 minutes after me. Yeah, and and, and and you hear a lot of those stories, and it's, you hear it's you awesome. hear a ton of those stories. Mm-hmm. My favorite one, my favorite one of all time, the favorite Kobe story I've ever had. He was a rookie, well, not a rookie, but very young, playing with Shaq, and he's and he's just shooting, chucking, chucking the ball up, just bang, bang every time the ball hits his hands. I know you're and, going and he goes, the, the 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 guys go to Shaq and go, hey, Kobe's not passing us the ball. And Shaq's like, <laughs> I'll take care of it. He's like, hey, Kobe, these guys say they're not passing the ball. He's like, there's no I in team. Kobe's like, you're right. 
He goes, but there's an Emmy in that MF. He says, <laughs> he goes, you can get the rebound. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, get it off the rebound. He goes, and he walked away. He goes, and Shaq said, I threw my hands up in the air yeah. and walked he away. Said, yeah. He said, guys, he's not passing the ball. <laughs> he ain't passing. You had to get a rebound. I, I, saw, I saw this TikTok the other day, and it's that, and it might be the best commercial of all time. It's that commercial where Kobe Bryant hits the game buzzer, and the fans start, Kobe sucks. And they all get up and start singing about how yeah. much Kobe's tormented in their careers. Yeah. And it's just fantastic. If, if that's um, the guy that you that you hated if he didn't wear your jersey, yeah. but if he wore your jersey, he's the greatest player to ever play the game. That's what it is. I, I – uh... Like I said, he's the whole reason that I'm a, a, a was a Lakers fan, just like Brett Favre's reason. I'm not so proud of that one now. That the he's the Mamba mentality. <laughs> like, has anybody? Is there anybody ever? You know, I guess Michael Jordan's got be like Mike, but is yeah. there anybody else in the NBA or any sport that has a a mantra of the Mamba mentality? Like, I want to be like Kobe. No, I mean, no, there's not. Hard work beats talent any day of the week. All right. Well, I love the Kobe Bryant talk here. I love Kobe Bryant. Um, that is it. That we've covered all those headlines. We were all over the map here. Uh, guys, that's our show today. Hour and 30 just on headlines. That's when you know it's been a busy week. I've been trying to write them all down since last uh, Friday, but uh, let's go Eagles in the Super Bowl. Uh, sorry, Cat. I, uh, you know, Craig over there is rooting for your, your Kansas City Chiefs, though. But hope you have a fantastic weekend, guys. Um, go to your Super Bowl parties. Uh, don't party too hardy. You got to work on Monday. It's not a, they need to make that a right. national holiday. Uh, um, it's a national holiday. We won't see that day off ever. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. It doesn't matter, anyways, for us. Um, it just needs the ice on the Monday after yeah. the Super Bowl every yeah. year, and we'll be good to go. Um, all right, guys. Well, that's the show this, this episode. The headlines with episode 186 on the AI Spoken Network. Um, guys, God bless. Take care. Enjoy your weekend. And remember, keep it outspoken and have a good birthday Sunday. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs>